Hello. Hello. You ready? Ready. Who am I speaking to? Stevie Calandra. And who are you? That's a good question. <laughs> I'm a KTUHFM alumni. And what was your DJ name? Stevie. Okay. <laughs> All right, Stevie, when did you join KTUH? So I joined KTUH in about 1986. I came to UH Manila for grad school. Um, what were you uh, for what? Um, what department? Second language studies. English as a second language. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so Linguistics. cool. SLS is great. Yeah, um. yeah. They changed the name, actually. It was, uh, I don't know what it was called then, but yeah, it's the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was very cool. Really good program. I'm right sure on. it still is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that was good. And um, I had done radio in my undergrad in uh, upstate New York. Where did right you go for... It was a, a state university college at Oneonta, New York. Oh my God! You went to SUNY Oneonta. That's so I did far. SUNY Oneonta. And, and funny enough, the DJ right, uh, the GM right before me, he also went there. And uh, isn't that funny? And then became, so and then I became GM right after him. Mm -hmm. I know it's funny. The world is great. Always, um, always. Well, today is College Radio Day. What do you think is uh, special about College Radio? I think it's so awesome. You know, I mean, I think it has changed, and I realize that the music industry has changed because back then it really was like the precursor to hits. If you didn't get in the college radio scene, and even though it's different now, I still think it's extremely important, even more so because I don't know about here, but on the mainland, a lot of the radio stations are owned by just a few people. Mm -hmm. So you get a lot of you know, you could kind of go to different cities and feel like you're hearing the same radio station. Right. So that's why I think the college and the community radio stations are even more important now. And um, what was your training like when you were here at KTUH? So actually, for a while, I was the production director. Mm -hmm. I, I, for a while, I was the production director, so we trained everybody that came in, mm -hmm. and uh, we kind of had a whole. So funny, like back then, you had, uh, you know, you had to learn how to splice tape and um, and how to make the carts for the PSAs right. and stuff like that, and you know, how to how to kind of deal with everything. But we, you know, we ran a, a pretty good training, I think. Um, was it still three time. to six a.m.? So that, that that was the first show you got, right? Yes. So first we trained, and then you got the three to six, yes, the three to six mm -hmm. show for a little while, where some people loved that slot, right? You could do anything. Yeah. But some people really didn't like it. To clarify <laughs> for the listeners, when you join KTH, uh, people have to uh, do a three to six a.m. training. Yeah, so your first show. So the good thing about it is you have... You you know you don't feel as bad when you make mistakes and you can kind of learn you know doing you can play learn by swear doing. words. Oh uh, right, that's true. That's right. That that was a big issue back then. The FCC was kind of going through all these things about what is decency, what is what is obscenity, and what is it was mm -hmm. it was a very big deal. Um, and I remember when I was here was that day that radio stations around the world played the George Carlin all together. Like it, I don't forget what time of day it was. They played mm -hmm. the seven word. You know what I mean? Um, and I believe it was done here too. I believe. Right on. <laughs>
Um, what kind of show did you host when you were at KTH? So I did two shows. My first show was a women's music show that I then that I inherited from someone. It was mm-hmm. the, it was really the first show that was available, and um, but I really adore doing it. I love doing it. And then I passed that on. And then I did a world beat show the rest of my time. World here. beat show. World beat played music from all over. Um, it was a great experience. For the women show, mm-hmm. uh, what did you play? Is it just music from women in general, all genres? Yes, I really didn't. Um, every now and then, there might have been an event on campus where I would interview somebody. Like I interviewed um, the feminist poet Audrey Lord when she came ah, here, yes. and mm-hmm. that was really, really cool. Um, but generally, it was music, and uh, I was kind of very broad in my, you know. Uh, like it was all kinds of women from Patti Smith to Aretha Franklin to Farron too. So mm-hmm. it wasn't kind of necessarily always your classic women's music right. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was it was a lot of fun. That's pretty neat. Um yeah. That was fun. And that what was K two UH like when you joined? What year did you join? So I joined in eighty six mm-hmm. and I was here till about ninety. Um you know, Listeners cannot see, but it actually is a deja vu being here now. Um, I'm afraid to say how long ago is that. That was a long time ago, decades. Yes. But uh, we, don't, we don't need to add it up. But uh, um, 1986. What was out? In, what was out in 1986? Like music-wise. Yes. Well, I feel you know. I felt like a lot of. Um, well, funny enough, back in the late 80s, World Beat definitely had a moment in U.S. in American culture. So that, that was a music mm. that a lot of people were listening to. But in terms of, like, the bigger... I feel like a lot of people back then that I that were working here, trying to think of uh, the church and Alice in Chains and trying to remember all that. They were very into that stuff. Um, also, reggae was having a moment back then, too. That's right. You know what I mean? It was really kind of having a moment as well. So it was kind of an interesting time. And then it was, you know, it was kind of right before grunge happened. Yeah. All right. Thank you, uh, Stevie. We'll be right back for the uh, interview. Why, hello, Stevie. Hello, we're still here. We're still here. <laughs> we're resuming this interview. Yes. All right. Um, did you go to? Uh, did you go on to a career in radio broadcast? No, but you know what's funny is my uh, program director while I was here. Her name was Stacy Abbott. One day she said, "I'm moving to Washington D.C." And I'm going to go try to work for NPR. Mm-hmm. And she has since, I think, she was there for like 25 years as a technical director. Maybe I think she might still be there. But at the time, I was like, well, you know, that's nice. But I don't think I'm ever going to move to Washington, D.C. And about 12 years later, I ended up there. And I've been there for 20 years. Mm-hmm. But still, and then radio. But I, I did really get affected by what kind of media that I can do that can tell a story. So I then got into filmmaking. 
Um, so that was kind of cool. So Very was, cool. Yeah, and it definitely my work in radio started me down that path for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And when was the last time you visited KTUH? I visited KTUH in about 2004. Very quickly. Uh-huh. I know. Mm -hmm. I was like here visiting um, actually with my son and I wanted him to see it. He was seven years old. And uh, we came in and well, I mean, like I said, it's still just really, you really do feel like you're walking into the same place, which is very cool. Did you have as much CDs as that? <laughs> yes, most of it was, this, honestly, in 2004, yes. When I left here in 1990, the CDs had just maybe like had one row on the walls. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, that room had, had changed from an office to a um, storage space, too, in the front, because mm -hmm. that was an office. And then I don't know if that middle thing of albums was here yet. Like, like when I was here... This room that's right next to us. Right, had so many albums, but... But the middle row wasn't there, so it was just one nice big like, room. Yes. There's actual space in the middle of the room. There was space in <laughs> okay. the middle of the room, yeah, but it's so awesome to have even more albums. That's mm -hmm. so cool. We have a lot of um, listeners that donate yes. their albums and their, yeah, their records and their CDs. Right, and I was telling you that story about my show about the Brazilian guy who used to listen to me do my Brazilian section of my show. Oh, and he started going back and forth from Brazil. His, I don't even know his last name. His name was Alex. And he would come, and I would do, like, in my show, like a 20, 25-minute Brazilian section. It started out as 10 minutes, and it just got mm -hmm. longer and longer. And he would bring albums here, donate them, and then as I was playing, he would tell me stories about them. About, you know, it was really cool. Stevie, how do you like to stay involved in college radio as an alumni? I wish I had stayed more involved. Um, other than raving about it and telling people <laughs> about it, which I do all the time, I haven't that done... That KTH is the best college the best. radio. I have, I have lived all over the country in Seattle and San Francisco and New Mexico and Florida and D.C. And yeah, there is no, there is no college radio station like KTH. <laughs> yeah, there's a person here 24-7. And that's yeah. that's right there or something. And and I think the, the block programming having all the different... I think that's really great. I think it's smart. You know? Has it always been 24-7? It was when I was here mm. in the 80s. Um, I don't know when that started, but it had been for years before that, too. So the 24 hours, I know. Mm. That three to six shift was hard. And then the six to nine was classical music. I don't know if it still is in the morning. It's, um, it's the it's and, and then nine. nine to 12 was jazz. I remember this whole thing. Nine to 12 is jazz. jazz. Still, six to nine is uh, specialties. Oh, see. That's the... Uh, so then 12, 12 to three were more pop rock shows. And then three to six in the afternoon were specialty shows. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's where I did my World Beat show, the women's show. There was the Hawaiian shows and the reggae shows. And um, are you excited for the 50th anniversary event tomorrow? 
I'm very excited. This is so cool. So KTUH being 50 years old, you know, I wish it another 50 years, and I think it serves a really great role in Hawaii. Stevie, thank you for coming today. Thank you for having me. It was really nice to meet you. Do you have any requests? Do I have any requests? You know what I used to start my show, what my women's music show with? Was Aretha Franklin and Eurythmics doing Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves. Is that a good one? Is that a good one? All right. So you go right ahead. Thank you very much. (laughs) All right. All right. On the music. All right. Bye.